Welcome to the Christ Academy podcast with Jeff Wong, where you'll receive inspiring ideas and stories as we explore the journey of faith in Christ. We're heading into Act 16 today. Guys, we are past halfway, not just today, but a couple chapters back. Acts goes up to chapter 28. And today, as we head into it, we're going to talk about vision, when God gives vision, and how it needs to lead to action. And so it comes from Paul's vision. And we'll head right into the scripture, which comes from, let me just get to the next slide here. It's Acts 16, verses 9 to 12. For those of you guys that were participating in Life Group this week, what what verses spoke to you? Maybe some of you guys want to share share that. Maybe type in which verses that you, did you use soaps to, to get into the Word in and listen to the God listen to God through. Um, if you want, you can even paste in your soaps into the chat. Um, but right now we will focus on verses 9 to 12. Let's read that together. I want to encourage you guys once again to read out loud. These are the words of God, the living word of God. There's something super powerful about that, having the word of God be articulated through your lips. And it's, it's something that, that we revere and we respect and we honor. And there's a power in it. It's not just letters on a page or on a screen. This is the living word of God. So verses 9 to 12, chapter 16, and it reads like this. That night Paul had a vision in which a Macedonian man was pleading with him. The Macedonian man said, come over to Macedonia, come help us. Verse 11 says, we set sail from the port city of Troas, first stopping in Samothrace, when the next day, sorry, then the next day in Neapolis, finally arriving in Philippi, a Roman colony and one of Macedonia's leading cities. We stayed in Philippi for several days. So today we're going to focus on that. But if, as you can see from the, the first verse there in, in verse 9, that night Paul had a vision. He had a vision, something, something that he could, he could see in his head. And God was speaking to him through that vision. And so one of the things that we see from this is that we see that God not only speaks through his written word, we talked about this weeks ago, but he also speaks through visions. Have you ever had a vision from God? Have you had a, ever had a vision that you wondered, is this from God? It was something vivid? And did it have a meaning to it? Or was, and was it very direct? Or was it metaphorical? Maybe God was speaking to you through that vision. Oftentimes I find that when God is speaking through a vision, it's, it's often v- very vivid. And so in our house, whenever we have a, someone might have a, viv- a, a vision or maybe even a, a dream, we'll ask, was it vivid? Was it vivid? And what, what happened there? And someone might have an interpretation of what that is. Or you, or you might have a sense in your spirit already what that vision is, what God's speaking to you about. It's always good to take that and to test it with other believers. Take that and test it with other believers. Share that with, with someone you know who's also a believer. Share it with someone maybe who's in your life group. If you're part of a life group, share it with your leaders, your pastors, family members that are Christians, and see if they have a sense. See if they have a sense. Pray about it. Ask God to, to show you what that, what that means. 
but it's so great when God, when you can hear God speaking. I can remember certain instances in my life. There was time in the uh, uh, years past that God gave one of our leaders a vision, and he said, you know, Pastor Jeff, I had this vision, and he started to describe what that was. He described his role in it, and he saw someone else in the community as another within another role within that. And then he, he and I both had a sense of what that meant, and it was a key moment of transition and of change where God was speaking something and showing us something through that dream that he had. It was a dream, and and sh- sure enough, it came true. There was this transition that was happening, and it led to this next season that was that was that was coming into fruition and God was showing us what that was and so there's times where God speaks through a vision and so be open-minded and be uh, and and but yet be humble and discern what that is in community what that vision is in community if you're tuning in and you're listening and you're not a, a part of a church community feel free to message us, DM us, or give us a private message, or email, whatever it might be, if you sense that you might have, you might have had a vision or, uh, or some sort of dream where God was speaking to you in some sort of vivid way. Let us help you to interpret what that is and what God may be saying with you. If you don't have anyone else to do it, we offer ourselves to do that and help you through that, because God speaks through visions. He speaks through His Word, the, the Bible, that's what we call the logos, the written word. There's the rhema in Greek, which is um, these in the moment, like impressions like that God gives us a word in the moment. But he also speaks through creation, like through nature. He speaks He speaks to our conscience. He speaks in, in a variety of different ways. He speaks through the godly counsel of other believers when, they're, when, they, when they have a word for you. He also... He also uh, speaks through circumstances. Oftentimes, the circ- you're, you're wondering where you should go, what you should do, and then God alters or brings, uh, He supernaturally alters something, creates an opening for you to go through, creates an opening, an opportunity for you to, to walk through. Sometimes we're in a dead end. We walk, if you can imagine yourself walking through the, an alley into a dead end, and it seems like there's nowhere to go. But then all of a sudden... <laughs> If you can picture like like a brick wall at that dead end, somehow a door opens up for you to walk through. Other times, God blows up the, the wall and you can just walk through. Other times, God opens up a tunnel under that wall. Sometimes, God throws a ladder for you to go over that wall, something that you didn't expect. Whatever it might be, maybe God sends you a helicopter. Maybe God sends you something else that makes a way for you. But God speaks in all kinds of different ways and leads in all kinds of different ways. But it's it's up to us to tune into what that is. And in this case, it was a vision that God gave the Apostle Paul. And God wanted to move Paul to um, to Macedonia. And so that's what this vision was. A Macedonian man saying, come over to Macedonia. Come, come to help us. And so he responded. And so today I want to share with you two Two thoughts, two thoughts that I sense the the Spirit of God wants us to know in this moment. It could be that you've never heard these words before. It could be that you've heard them a hundred times before in your Christian journey, in your journey of following Jesus. But whatever it is, it's it's a word in the moment that's that's timely and is for now that God wants to remind you of through this scripture. 
in verses 9 to 12. So let's go to the first one. The first one is this, and I'll describe what happens. What happened? God, God directed Paul in a vision. God directed Paul in a vision. It could have been that God led Paul in a different way. Maybe it was some, through some circumstance, an opportunity that, that opened up. It could have been that he read something in the written scriptures, which is the Old Testament scriptures at that time, and maybe and God would lead him through that. It could have been that God would lead him through the godly counsel of other believers. It could have been that God would speak through creation some way for him to to go, but God decided to speak to him in a vision. It's what God decides. Oftentimes we ask the question, God, like God, why why aren't you speaking to me? And it could be that you're not hearing God because you're looking for Him to only speak in one particular way. But just like with a human being, we can communicate in whatever way we want. We can communicate with an emoji in a chat, in a in a, an emoji that you post in a DM or whatever it might be. Or it could be that you choose to email. Or it could be that you choose to call someone on the phone or, or meet with someone in person. It could be that you choose to communicate by by any particular means. It could be that you use a facial expression to communicate something. It could be that you use body language to communicate something. Whatever it might be. But you choose how you want to communicate. And it's the same thing with God. God chooses how He wants to communicate. And in this case, God chose to communicate to Paul and direct him through a vision. For us... We got to have all our senses alive and anticipating how is God trying to speak to me today in this moment, every moment of the day, every day of the week, every week of the month and every month of the year and every year of the decade and every decade of your life. Be tuned into God and open to how he might speak to you. God might want to speak to you through the written word, but then you never read it. That's why in our life groups, we have a chapter a week that everybody reads, and we track along with that on these MT12 talks, these sermons. It could be that God wants to speak to you through His Word, and He absolutely does. It's packed and packed and packed with memos to you. And so we got to read. we got to read the Scriptures and listen to God through the Scriptures. But be open. He might want to speak to you through a vision. God directed Paul in a vision. He took it seriously. And so for us, I want to suggest to you that, that when God speaks, listen. You, it could be that God is going to speak to you through a way that you already know and that you're familiar with. But the problem is, is when we make our lives so noisy... We make our lives so busy. I kept hearing busy so many times this past week from different people. Could it be that we make ourselves so busy that we don't have moments where we can hear God? You know, when you're out in the street and, and you hear the traffic and you hear honks and you hear all kinds of different things and you hear the music of cars passing by and, it, and you're with someone else and they speak and they speak kind of softly and you can't hear them because they're only speaking at a conversational level. You can't hear them because things are too noisy and you're in the wrong place. That's how it is when it comes to listening to God. Sometimes God wants to speak through a vision, but you're never in that place where you're tuning into what that vision is. 
And it could be that God wants to speak to you through the other means that we mentioned. But we're too busy. We're, we're too busy scrolling. We're too busy typing. We're too busy driving. We're too busy working. And God wants us to stop for a moment and to listen. To hear Him in whatever way that He wants to speak. And it's important that we have these moments all throughout the day. That we're conscious that we're not just going through the grind of things. That we're conscious that we're in this world, but we're not of it. That we're conscious of that this is not our final destination. That we're conscious that our purpose in this life is not just to be a hedonist and just to enjoy every aspect of it. We're here for a bigger purpose than just our pleasure. And that's comforting to know. You know, at the last community lunch, um, two Fridays ago, a question came up that we began to ask every, everyone as just a conversation thing. Uh, it was dinner. And people asked, like, what is the purpose? What do you think is the purpose of life? And some people said, to be happy. But you know what, the thing is, if, if you think the purpose of life is just to be happy, then there's going to be so much disappointment in life, so much boredom, so much sadness, so much pain. There's going to be all kinds of things mixed in with, your, with moments of happiness. It's going to be very difficult. But when you understand that there's a purpose underlying the whole thing, I don't mean that you just take your own purpose and, and insert it. I'm talking about a purpose that God put you here on this earth and in this lifetime. And when we could tune into that and listen to God as He directs us through that purpose, whether it's through a vision or through something else, we need to be in those moments and to hear God. There's some sort of advantage to life when we, when we can hear God, when we can listen to Him in those moments. And man, if you could continually be listening to God, there's something so powerful about that. You have, this, you have, these, you have a major advantage in life when you can hear God at each step of the way. It's kind of like when you have a blindfold on and you've seen competitions like that with a blindfold on, but there's someone who's on your team who's leading you. Okay, go go forward, go forward, two steps. Okay, take a right. Okay, be careful. Like Duck down. Okay, crawl under. This is what it's like to live life with God. God gives you the advantage because He can see everything. He can see, he can see the past. He can see the present. He can see the future. He can see things around the corner that you can't see because your, your eyes aren't able to take you there. He can see the thoughts and intentions inside people's hearts. He can see everything. He can see, he, he, he can see the prophecies that have, been, that have been prophesied in the past. He knows what's going to come about and what's going to happen in the future. And so when we have that advantage of being able to hear God, be able to listen to Him, we have this huge, huge opportunity each step of the way. It's almost like cheating. <laughs> it's almost like cheating in life. But it's just this opportunity and this advantage that God gives you. It's like a power-up that He gives you. And so it's so important for us to be able to listen to God each step of the way. Listen to God each step of the way. Sometimes He directs you Sometimes he gives you a vision, and it's, it's, it's something that's going to happen the next day. Sometimes it's, it's because he wants you to go and, and offer love to someone that's on the street. Sometimes he gives you a vision, and you're supposed, to, you're supposed to have lunch with someone at your work, but you're supposed to listen to them and be an ear and look out for this opportunity to extend love, to extend encouragement. Maybe you were supposed to insert encouragement at that moment. 
I remember there was a time where someone out of the blue that never wants to connect with me because we're not we weren't good friends or anything but they they gave me they gave me a message and told me they want to chat they they want to talk with me asked if I was I was available to talk with them and then God I was listening to God and God said this person is going to ask for a certain thing they're going to want to meet with you on a regular basis and ask for that be ready for that and so I went out with this person for lunch and then sure enough they shared that a certain something was happening in their lives and they asked can you meet with me on a regular basis <laughs> it's amazing when God shows you things when God speaks to you and when you're listening you have this advantage so just as God directed Paul through a vision we got to listen to God when he is speaking to us let's go to the second point in the scripture in verses 10 to 12 you see that Paul responded but I, I, I wrote down that they responded because it wasn't just it wasn't just Paul in fact in this story you see this transition from from being third person to talking about we and so we see that Dr. Luke who wrote this this book he wrote the Gospel of Luke but he wrote Acts as well wrote the Gospel of Luke and he wrote Acts but we see that Dr. Luke starts using language like we he starts to say we and so they they responded together to the vision that God gave Paul and it could be that this season God is giving certain people in your family or your church community your friend group God is speaking to them and it could be that you're meant to to get involved in that and to respond within that and I think we're going through that as a church community right now as we're listening to God and how appropriate because next Sunday next Sunday is a very very important Sunday in the church calendar it's Pentecost Sunday May 28th this year and so we're calling everyone to fast and pray and we'll talk about that in the announcements but when we fast and pray and fast and worship it's, it's this time of really digging in spiritually really tuning in to God and that's what we want to do this season because we sense we're sensing that there's different people in our community um, and different leaders in the community also that are sensing that there's a shift that's about to take place I can sense a part of that I think other people have have another piece of the puzzle that I didn't necessarily sense but these things maybe it could be that all these things are meant to to work together and so we're trying to listen to God so right now it's such an important time this week we got to fast and pray and then after that we'll know what we can what we should do because we're listening to God God's direction and then we can respond we can respond to it just as Paul just as Luke and others responded to that they were called to go to Macedonia and they did and they spread the gospel there and thing and the atmosphere was spiritually ripe for them because the Holy Spirit had prepared the way and so for us when God directs we need to follow I don't I, I don't I, I hope you guys won't gloss over at this point when God directs follow this is one of the most important things for us to do it's linked with obedience it's linked to lordship understand that that Jesus is your Lord and when he speaks and when he directs when he speaks you listen and when he directs you follow you go you respond 
I think this is a, if I if I may suggest this with all love and with all kindness, but with a, with with a firmness. Christians these days in our culture have, and includes us here in our community and those of you guys that are listening in. One of the biggest problems that we have is that when God speaks, we often we often don't follow. First of all, we're not listening most of the time. We're distracted. We've got other things going on. We're multitasking, not giving God our full attention. But this, but after that, when we do hear God, we're not following Him. We're not obeying. Pretty soon, God gets sick of it, and He stops speaking. He stops directing you because you're not following. He stops speaking altogether sometimes to you because you're not listening. It's That's why it's so important that when you get a word from God... Go and do it. Make sure you do it. Maybe write it down. Make it a to-do. Put it on a post-it note. Write it on a post-it note. Stick it on your mirror. Make that a to-do. Email yourself. Like, I got to do this because God said so. It could have been that you heard that in your time of spending, you spend your time spending um, with God alone as you read a chapter in the scriptures. It could be that you're just reflecting when you're in the shower or you're cooking or whatever you might be doing. But whatever it is, when God speaks or when He gives you a vision of some in, in some way, go and make sure that you steward that, that you're diligent. Like it's your supervisor telling you, you got to get something done that's important. Because God is supervising us and He's managing us and directing us. He's got something important around the corner, whether it's for you or it's for someone else. So when God directs, we need to follow. It's super important. It's crucial, and we're missing this component so often in our spiritual lives. We get so satisfied, by the way, guys. We get so satisfied with just going to church or doing the routine, having a time, your personal time with God, or going to life group or whatever. But we're not as diligent at following through with what God is speaking about, and we need to do that. If you can get good at obedience, good at following Jesus, He's going to see your faithfulness. He's going to reward you. He's going to bless you. And he's going to give you the adventure of your life. Adventure, actually, uh, after adventure. He's going to give you adventure after adventure after adventure after adventure. He's going to hook it all up for you because He would want to utilize someone who's faithful, someone who's obedient, and someone who loves them that much. And so we got to respond when we listen to God. It is crucial. It is crucial. If you're going to get good at anything in the spiritual life, get good at obeying. Get good at following. Get good at executing what God gives you. In the West, and in this time of history, man, we receive so much of the Word of God. The sermons out of our yin-yang... You, there's more sermons available to you that, than there ever have been in all of history with podcasts, with videos online, with all kinds of different things, with YouTube. There's more Bible translations available than there ever have been in all of history. There's more devotionals. There's more of everything. But men, in the past, believers of the past, or even believers in the underground church in other countries, they might get like a one page of scripture because they don't have they don't have a hard copy Bible for everyone. And in some cases, 
they rip out one page and give it to someone, rip out another page and give it to someone else. I've seen that in videos of the underground church in China. And they value it so much. we got to value the Word of God. When there's scarcity, people value things so much. But when there's, when there's incredible prosperity and availability, we tend to not value these things as much. But even when there's such availability of the Word of God, we have to value it because it's the Word of God. We're so lucky that there's abundance, but we got to value it. We've got to hold on to it. We've got to live it. We've got to execute it. We've got to meditate on it. We've got to chew on it, but we've got to go live it out. You don't eat all the calories and have no output, no exercise, no activity. It's the same thing with the Word of God. When we chew on it, when we eat, when we eat it, we got to go and live it out. We got to go be good at living it out. It's funny, Dom. Dom in our Discord. He's a part of the team behind the scenes. Thanks, Dom. Thanks, Ruben. Thanks, Lil, who are up this week making all this stuff happen in the background that we're that we're experiencing. Dom, Dom put up a meme of Mr. Bean, and then Dom said, "I also had a dream, and it's 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 someone. It happens to be someone or Mr. Bean eating." If I could show that. <laughs> so funny, man. This is actually it. This is the Christian life. KFC. Just eat, 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 eat. But man, how how pleased is, is God when he sees someone who's just not always just eating? You can eat as much as you want. Don't get me wrong. You can eat as much as you want, but you got to go and live it out. You got to go and make it happen. Things don't happen by just consuming and consuming and consuming. You could do all the self-help, all the learning that you want, but if you never go and execute it, nothing happens out of that. That's just the way it is. And that's the way it is when it comes to following God. God directs you. You got to go live it out. And so... As we close off today, man, one of the worst things you could ever say to me or do is like, good sermon, pastor. That was touching or whatever. Or that, that was inspiring or God's, you know, even if God spoke through that. But if you don't even do anything with it, if you don't do anything with it, man, it's kind of, it's ultimately it's useless like it may encourage you it may tickle your heart it may touch you it may it may it may challenge you in your intellect you might say I mean I never thought of it like that but if you don't do anything with it it falls short of its purpose God is giving you a seed because it's meant to be planted and it's meant you got to go out you got to dig the soil you got to plant the seed you got to cover it up you got to water it you got to come back the next day or the day after and water it again it's going to grow, and you got to continue to water it. At some point, when it's more fully grown, you got to put fertilizer on it. You may need to prune it. But it takes more than just receiving a seed. It takes more. And God wants us to know that and remind us of that today and in this season. From vision to action. Action. The book of James, over and over and over, the brother of Jesus who we read about last week. He wrote in the book of James over and over like a broken record. 
that we're not to be just hearers of the word, that we're meant to be doers of the word. God gives us a word, whether it's through a vision or through the scriptures or whatever, we're meant to do it. We're meant to live it out. So let's go and be good doers of the word, people that live it out, people that execute it, people that are faithful with it. Thank you. Let me pray. Let me pray for this. Thank you, God, for this word. Thank you for speaking into us. Thank you for reminding us of this. We need you so much, God, to, to show us, to, to direct us. But nothing happens when you show us that we don't do anything. So God, help us to grow into being obedient. Church, God really wants us to obey his word. I feel like he's speaking right now in this moment in a different way. Giving me this impression in my spirit that for some of us, many of us, we've been believers following Jesus for decades. But we've been satisfied and finding contentment in talking about the word without obeying the word enough. Do you sense that too? Amen? We got to repent of that. And we got to actually go and apply. God, would you forgive us? Forgive us for our complacency. Forgive us for just being satisfied with just discussing the word, your word, your direction for us, your application for us. Help us. Help us, God. Forgive us and then help us to go and live it out. Remind us over and over again, but give us the willpower, the intention, the intentionality, the planfulness to go and live out your word. To transform something from vision into action. Thank you, God. Thank you for speaking in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen.